When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com slash samsung for details the volume Tip off the NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get 150 bucks in free bets, guaranteed. 150 bucks when you place your first $5 bet. Plus, FanDuel is the only sportsbook gives all its customers three months of NBA League Pass. Cool. When they make a $5 bet, that's all in the NBA. That way you can watch all the action you bet on. Everything from money line to point spreads to totals. Don't miss your chance. 150 bucks in free bets. Plus three months of NBA League Pass. Gotta put in the promo code Colin. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. Uh, our next, our guest for this week uh, is an exciting one, an electrifying one. Um, none other than, well, let me rewind. Fifth pick in the NBA draft in 2017. 
brother just got a nice contract not long ago. I need a loan. <laughs> so I'm already putting my call in. I know the calls really start coming in when the bag hit. I need a loan. I'm putting my ask in right now. Uh, a guy who I look at and um, thinks he will and should be a, a future all-star, and I'm looking forward to seeing that happen. Honored to have our next guest, uh, De'Aaron Fox. What's up, my brother? What's up, man? I appreciate you having me, dog. Absolutely. Uh, just just before we um, actually started filming this, you just mentioned uh, your new coach, Mike Brown, who I had the pleasure of playing for, I think, six years. Um, Mike Brown was here. And, you know, so I, I understand uh, Mike's psyche. I understand how he coached. But just uh, for starters, how has that been adjusting to a new coach and in specifics, Mike Brown? Well, when you got on, I just told you, I'm like, these practices have been long, but uh, this is something that I feel like we've just, that we've needed. Like I said this, I think at the end of last year, um, obviously knowing that we need a new coach, I'm like, we just need structure. Like we need somebody that's going to pay attention, that's going to be real attentive to every little thing. And he, something will be good. He'll stop and he'll nitpick. And I'm like, that's, that's something that we needed. Cause you already know y'all could have a terrible game. You could win. So it's like, what did we learn? And I think that's what, uh, that's what he's brought to us, you know, from from day one. It could be good, but it could always have been better. Absolutely. No, that's that's absolutely incredible. You know, uh, obviously we have Mike as an assistant coach, um, and you could still feel his imprint on, on things, like imprint on drills. The drills start to go long. Very detail-oriented, but Mike B could get a little long-winded, but I love Mike long, B. That's my guy. Long. But. I, <laughs> <laughs> But film can get long. You have to tell Mike. Oh, we cut, cut hey, we, ain't had, clips, we haven't had a day where film went the right amount of time. It's gone over. <laughs> Every day of training camp is gone over. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. But no, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, to have someone that's bringing that structure uh, to you guys, like you all have a lot of young talent, you know, and like you're just now starting to tap into your talent. Uh, you know, bringing over Sabonis, who's still a fairly young dude, uh, Kevin Herter, um, Davion Mitchell, the list goes on and on. You guys have a lot of young talent. And so I think adding that structure um, and especially uh, what he's going to bring on the defensive end. I think, you know, Mike Mike Brown is a defensive genius. I, I'd have the opportunity to pick his brain and we toss ideas back and forth. So I'm actually happy. Uh, for you and for y'all moving forward, because I think it'll be a really good thing for y'all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is the most talented team I've I've had since I've been in the league, and it's not even close. Um, but one of our problems has been we've been terrible defensively. And, like, we know it, you know it, everybody knows it. We've been horrible. So to, uh, to bring in somebody like that is definitely going to uh, help us and, and just push me personally to be a better defender. Like, I, I know yeah, I can absolutely. be it, and, and he knows I can be it. Absolutely. Now, that's incredible. Uh, at the deadline last year, you guys made a, a few trades, but obviously the big one being bringing in uh, Sabonis. And I think, uh, you know, that was a great value add for you guys uh, with just what he brings to the table on a nightly basis. I think it's incredible. And like I said, still a fairly young guy. Yeah. What what did that trade, what did that message send to you uh, as as the franchise guard? Um, and, and, and also, uh, what did what were y'all able to find like chemistry amongst you two 
uh, towards those last couple months of the season that y'all got to play together. Yeah, I mean, when the trade when the trade happened, obviously everybody's talking about you know the me and Tyrese dynamic. Um, you know who's picking, blah blah. And uh, when the trade happened, for one, he told me, and I was like, "Yo, you lying!" I'm like, "Yo, they, they didn't trade you." And then Woj tweeted like two minutes later. I'm like, "Wow, we really we really did that." But obviously, seeing that we got Domas back, I'm like, every time we done matched up with bro, he's 20 and 20, 20 and 15 every time we played him. So I'm like, I'm excited to play with him. Um, but for me, just playing with somebody and hell, Steph could probably, Steph and Clay can attribute that to, to playing with you. Having a big that can pass the ball the way that y'all pass the ball is, it opens up the world. And um, I mean, I was shooting like 38% from three since we got him. Uh, so he's, he's just helped expand my game tremendously. And um Having a big like that and then getting shooters around them, I think is it, it makes our team so much better. And it's absolutely it's, it's fun. It's fun playing with, with with guys that can pass the ball like that. Pass the ball out of the high post, pass it out of the low post, pass it out the top of the key. He can grab a rebound and go. Like is ask Steph or anybody, man. They they have fun playing with people like that. Absolutely, no, no doubt, man. Definitely, and I think uh, you know I want to ask um, a question also along the same lines of the trade. Uh, what what message did did it send to you from the organization uh, that they decided to trade Tyrese? Because I know there was, you know, once they drafted Tyrese, there was like this thing of like, oh, are they planning for Tyrese to be the, the their franchise point guard moving forward? Like, how does this work? And then a year into him being there, or a year and a half or whatever it was, he gets traded. And in my opinion, I think that sends a clear-cut message. Yeah, to you. yeah. But for what, me, it's what like, man. Send? For me, it's like, yo, they they believe in me. But two, it's like, motherfucker, we just traded somebody who can be a franchise point guard either here or somewhere else. So you better get on your shit and you better start winning. Like, um, so it's like it, it does it add pressure? Yeah, a little bit, but at the end of the day, I've been trying to, you know, get us into the playoffs for years. So it's a little added pressure ain't ain't ever hurt nobody. Absolutely. And speaking of, of the playoffs, I know everybody make um, <clears throat> this big deal of like playoff drought. And obviously you guys having the longest playoff drought. Question I want to ask you, because I think, you know, <clears throat> I catch a lot of flack from people. Uh, not a lot of flack, uh, because flack wouldn't be the right word. But from from time to time, I get people telling me like, oh, man, you wouldn't you wouldn't be nothing if you weren't on the Warriors or. Um, like, yes, success is predicated on the Warriors. And, you know, it's it's funny to me because the Warriors didn't have success before I got here. So <laughs> the whole notion, like, I didn't go to the Los Angeles Lakers or, like, the Boston Celtics or somewhere that, like, had success. Before I got to the Warriors, they won 23 games the year before. So, like, I always laugh at that notion. And saying that, um, you know, people would always just speak about Warriors basketball of the past before we got here, which wasn't very successful. I think uh, before we made the playoffs in 2012, um, that, you know, or 2012-13 season, that that was, um, that was the second time in 20 years the Warriors had made the playoffs. And, and so, you know, people would be holding on to that and almost make you feel like as a player like that that's football. your burden, yeah. you know, like it's your fault. And I wanted to ask, like, do you feel some of that burden being a franchise guy of the longest drought or do you just feel the burden of since I've been here? I mean, I want to say since I've been here, but 
every time you see a little Instagram post, yo, the Sacramento Kings ain't been there for 16 years. I'm the face that I'm the face that that's on it. Like I've been in the league for 16 years or something. So now you definitely, you definitely feel, feel the burden of the 16 years rather than just the five that I've been here. But man, you, you, you walk around and you talk to any Kings fan. First thing they're going to bring up is 0102. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be able to get back to that so that now you're bringing up, you know, 22, 23 or whatever it may be, rather than we talking about something that happened 20 years ago. Like every, if, if the Kings fan is over 30 years old, that they're going to bring up that Lakers series or that year at nine times out of 10. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not saying I'm getting tired of hearing it, but I'm getting tired of hearing it. So you're going to change that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's the goal. That's the goal since I've been here. Like I told people, even with the draft, like I kind of knew where I was going. So um, Philly had just traded for the first pick after I worked out for them. So they wanted Markel Boston. I mean, um, LA, the Lonzo thing, the whole connection knew he was going there. Uh, New Boston was going to take JT. And then next was Phoenix. And Phoenix at the time had just gave, they just gave Brandon Knight like 80 million. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric Bledsoe was on a crazy deal. So I'm like, I was supposed to have a workout for him. I'm like, shit, should I work out for them? Like, y'all got 150 M's going to two point guards. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I canceled my workout, fly back to Houston for a little bit, take a little break because I was in LA working out and stuff. And then I had in uh, Sacramento was number five. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm going. Like, that's where I want to go. I know about the history that at the time it had been 11 years. I'm like, I can go there and change something. So, like, I knew, I knew that's where my that that's where my destiny lied. I, and so you canceled your workout in in Phoenix because they had two point guards. So I have a question. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. 
something, just a follow-up on that. And looking back on that and knowing how it played out with Brandon Knight in Phoenix, how it played out with Eric Blesso in Phoenix, do you ever look back on that with any regret and say, um, you know, had I went through with the workout, I, I probably still could have been the point guard of the future there with a backcourt mate like Devin Booker. Do you ever look look back at that or do you kind of just I, keep it? I for sure look back at it and like, I probably, it could have worked because that's the, that's the year that uh, Blood had tweeted, yo, I don't want to be here no more. So they traded both of them. My rookie year traded both of them. And even that year, I didn't think about it, but like three, four years later, I'm like, that actually, me and Book would have been a, would have been a nice backcourt. So I've definitely thought about it before. Thousand percent. That's, that's absolutely amazing. And just circling back, uh, we were speaking on the draft. Um, you guys drafted Keegan Murray, who has been impressive. What has been your thoughts of the young fella out of Iowa? Um, and, and what do you think uh, his potential is? Man, he's, it's crazy how good he is. Um, but he also has that, like, Tim Duncan demeanor. Like, every day I see him, like, yo, what's up, Rook? Like, yo, he, what's up, Fox? I'm like, come on, dog. You got to, like, you got to give me something. You just give me something. But, like, he doesn't, you, he comes in, man. He's the most efficient guy I've ever been around. Like, you look over, if he's just shooting, he's not missing. Then you, you we played pickup a little bit before uh, training camp. He doesn't miss. He doesn't have any wasted motion. Like, everything he does is just efficient. Defensively, offensively, grabbing rebounds, boxing out. He, he kind of really just makes the game look easy. And if he had some facial hair, I would have thought bro was, like, <laughs> in his 30s. But he, uh, 21, 20, I think he just turned 22. And he, he walks around, and, like, the demeanor is just always calm. And it's, he, he's going to be he's gonna be really good. Like, he's going to show the world what, what, what he can do. That, that's that's incredible to to, to hear, um, and I think for for our listeners out there, I think one thing that you should take away from that and really understand is if he had facial hair, <laughs> I think he was thirty years old because that's saying a lot. And you know, um, one one reason, and you know this well, Fox. One reason guys come in the league and struggle is not necessarily from the offensive end. Most guys can't pick up the defensive end. They can't pick up the rotations. They can't pick up, um, you know, when a guy should be Sing out or, you know, when you're bottom low man or the communication and getting a pick and switch and pick and roll coverages yeah. based on uh, who, who the people are in the, you know, in the pick and roll action. People Especially don't understand when everything that. is just like, like somebody might not, might not be fast in terms of like speed getting up and down the court, but in that half court, everything moving like that. And mm -hmm. I think that's where that's for sure where people where, where people come in this league and, and start to struggle. Absolutely. So I, I, that's that's really saying a lot, you know, and, and that's, you know, I, I got high expectations for the young fella. I, obviously, being a Big Ten guy, watch him uh, against my Spartans quite a bit over the last couple of years. So uh, I got high expectations for him and the way he's shooting the ball with the way uh, the league has turned to guys stepping out and shooting it. Y'all running pin downs for him, different stuff like that, like for most four men have to chase a pin down. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's not territory that you used to being in. Absolutely. And so I think uh, that's, you know, that's going to be really cool to see that develop. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, when, when, when you look at your game, uh, you know, as a, as a basketball fan, like who do you model your game after? You know, coming in, I remember in high school, everybody used to tell me Nick Van Exel, right? 
So I'm like, I'm, I'm uh, young at this time. I'm like, yo, I don't know who Nick the Quick. So I start looking up highlights. I'm like, you know what? Like I do kind of move like him when I'm coming up. And um, so I kind of started watching more film on him, uh, little film on like John when he was younger, like how he got to the basket, how he was playmaking. And then uh, a lot of like young CP and, uh, and Tony Parker. I started watching a lot great. of those guys. Okay. And, like okay. Chris Paul in New Orleans to me, like, so I, I'm from New Orleans. So I was, I watched him growing up a little bit. Um, going back and watching, obviously from the way he plays now and the way that he was playing in New Orleans, it's like night and day. It was, mm-hmm. I, I still, even before games, I still watch a lot of film on, on, on a young CP. Wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. Was, yeah, in New Orleans, man, with those series that he had and with San Antonio and stuff like that, yeah, he was, dude was amazing. He was actually amazing. Absolutely. Um, I spoke about you being the fifth pick uh, in the 2017 draft, and I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, I know Lonzo, like you said, Lonzo was drafted before you. Um, obviously, JT was drafted before you. Markel Fultz. And then uh, y'all had Mark- And Okay, so... Here's my question. Um, I know when I look back on early on my career, I think about the young guys, and you actually just mentioned one that I'm about to speak on. Uh, I think Brandon Knight was a year before me in the NBA draft. Uh, he, I'm certain he was, actually. Kyrie Irving would destroy Brandon Knight every time they played, and, and I had a, a relationship with Kyrie. Kyrie was still, like, didn't like Brandon Knight because everybody thought that they were better than him in high school. (laughs) So every time he played Brandon Knight in the NBA, he destroyed him. Like, if you think back to um, to the the rookie sophomore game they were playing in, you you remember Kyrie made him fall. Yeah. Okay, so that's going all the way back to high school. And what I wanted to ask you is, do you feel a personal rivalry with those guys that were drafted before you, especially the guards, uh, do you feel, you know, Lonzo, uh, Markel, Fultz, not not necessarily Josh Jackson, not necessarily JT as they are wings, but against those guards that were drafted before you, where you like, I probably should have been a number one pick. I'm I'm a point guard. If y'all were looking for a point guard, it's me. Yeah. Do you feel that rivalry still when you play those guys, or not really? Uh, not, not really. I think the, the only person that like, it would have been a, a rivalry per se would have been Zoe. And that's only because we played each other twice in college. Like I never got to play. I never played, uh, I never played JT. I never played Markel. And then obviously, um, when we were coming out, you know, Zoe's pops was, you know, he was loud at the time. Like obviously <laughs> not, he, he's Tom bound, but he got three sons in the league now, but like he was loud at the time. So everybody was turning it into something that it wasn't like me and Zoe was cool. Cause we had been to camps together. We had been uh, to the drastic, like we did a lot of stuff together. Obviously when we step on the court, like it ain't no brother shit. Like it's all competing, but off the Absolutely. court, you know, it was never like that. Uh, but that would have been the only guy. And then we were in the same division. <laughs> like we, we both got drafted to, to yeah. Pacific. So we was playing each other yeah. four times a year. Um, so that would have been the only one that would have been, but, uh, even then, it kind of never really, to to me, it was never really a rivalry. Mm-hmm. But to some people, you know, they tried to, you know, Kentucky, UCLA, Kings, Lakers, it was it was supposed to be something like that. But uh, it, it never really was. And then um, Kel was hurt for a while. So I never, I probably only played Kel probably two or three times in my career right now. Wow. So 
were, were you and Lonzo never really a rivalry because you just felt like, no, nah, like I'm better and it's not a rivalry? Or, or was it I mean, just I think a- we had such different games that it was never really a like go at somebody. It's like me, like whoever it is, is on me. I'm trying to get 40. And right. if you got help, I'm going to kick it. But Zoe is, I'm going to get my guys off first. And then, you know, Absolutely. my offense comes as it comes. So I never really, like, we never had, like, the same mentality. So it was never kind of a, a thing like that. I know you got married this summer. Congratulations, hey, number I one. I ring on yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, mine's not on right now. I uh, I had to get it fixed. I, I can dig that. I, I'm still I'm still getting used to wearing this this ring all the time, man. It's it it takes some getting used to for sure. Yeah. But uh, uh congratulations on that number one. Uh number two just like how do you feel? Like I think that's that's a huge step in life and and you and your your wife has taken that step. Just how do you feel? Um like what feelings did that bring over over you? Uh it was great. Well one like you y'all y'all actually uh cuz Rase worked for y'all for a year. Um but it was probably the best best day of my life. Um, you see, I can't stop smiling. Um, it was, <laughs> man, it, it was great. Like, we've been together for a while, and, I mean, she was, like, she was a wife to me. She's always making sure I'm good before anything else. Um, she played basketball. She played basketball at a high level, too. So, uh, it's like I got another coach in my ear. But when I come home after a bad game or something, she's she not going to say nothing because she's been through it. She's a coach's kid. Uh, but it's, it, it's great, man. Like, I feel like there, there's not many better things than getting married, especially getting married to the person that you feel like you're going to be with forever. So the, the look on your face says everything. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> it, it says everything. And that's amazing, uh, to see. I love, you know, just, just to see people find their person, you know, you go through this life and it's, um, you know, it's, you know, for every good that it gives, there's some negatives as well. You know, and yeah, I think yeah, people sure. always think like, oh, it's just positive this, positive that. But to have someone to like go through everything with, I think that's absolutely incredible. And I've heard, and, and you just you just said it, um, you know, <clears throat> your wife who, I've heard about like, you know, she go to your workouts with you, she'll get on the court with you. Like, how is that sharing and that, and knowing that like, Y'all both have an equal passion for the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah. And, and until everything, like, like is official, like, during the season, like, she's here. I'm like, if we got an optional workout or something, like, she's coming. Because, for one, it's the summertime, and this is the most time we get to really spend together. Uh, so we do everything together. Workout. She's in the gym getting shots up. Hell, she'll be like, yo, let's go to the gym on Sunday night. Let's, let's, get, it, let's get 100 makes or whatever it is. Um, so just having her there, like, I've gotten – I've gotten better as a, not only a man, but as a basketball player since we've met, since we've been together. So it's, I said, it's like having another, it's it's like having another coach with me, like all the time. That's incredible, man. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Just looking forward to this season. What are some of your goals moving forward? Like, what do you think is next for you in your career? The next thing that you need to prove uh, moving forward, other than obviously, you know, making the playoffs. Man, for me personally, it, 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 it stems to shooting the ball. Like, whenever I've shot the ball well, the team has done better. Because now you might have to take an extra step up. And uh, an extra step up, guard me, it's probably it's, it's a wrap. So just yeah. being able to shoot the ball, I think, unlocks so much for this team. Um, 
we'll have shooters everywhere around Domas. Like it'll, I think it, it turns us into a, into an entirely different team. Um, if I'm shooting the ball, if I'm shooting the ball the way I want to shoot the ball. And for me, like, it's a lot of film. Like I've shot the ball well in practice. Now it's like, do that shit in the game. And like, it's, I don't want to say it's a mental thing for me, but like, I shoot the, shoot the hell out of the ball in practice, shoot the hell out of the ball in workouts, all of our live play. Now it's just getting to that level of consistency in the game. And like consistency is the biggest is the biggest word for any professional athlete, really. If anybody understand that, brother, it's me. I think, <laughs> you know, uh, I've had it in my career where I shot the lights out of the ball. And, you know, and then really once KD came here, it was kind of like, yo, I need to get these guys involved. And I stopped looking to shoot, you know. And then once I stopped looking to shoot, the rhythm of it was messed up. Then you start to lose confidence in it. And getting that confidence in that shot in a game is a totally different thing. I always tell yeah. guys, like, no, you come in the gym with me. You come in this Warriors gym, there's two guys who are going to outshoot me. That's Steph and Clay. Ain't nobody else outshooting me. But making that translate to the game is a different thing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I 100% understand that. You know, and then from that standpoint, too, like, to be a winner, for me, like, the way I've looked at it over the years is your point guard has to be able to shoot the ball. I'm like, what's the last team that's won a championship and the point guard wasn't a really good shooter? Like, you're probably going back to, like, what, 2013, whenever the Spurs, whenever the Spurs won? Was it 13? Mm -hmm. 14, one yeah. of those years. When the Spurs uh, won, it was TP. 14. 14. Like, that's the last time. Because then it was Steph, Kyrie, uh, Drew can shoot the ball. Like, all these guys, all you to, to win at a high level as a point guard, you have to be able to shoot the ball. And that's why, for me, like, that's, that's, that's the biggest, most important thing. And I think even when you look at Tony Parker, the game was so different than where three-point wasn't really a prevalent shot mm -hmm. or wasn't really a shot that people were hunting. And Tony Parker, mid-range was deadly. Fire. The mid-range. And, and that was a That's, big shot then. Yeah. Absolutely. You and know, and so. obviously, like, you know, in the playoffs, you have to be able to get to a mid-range shot because teams are going to start taking away your first, second, third option. So you have to be able to. Yes, they are. Which I think... I, I can, I'm, I'm a good mid-range shooter. Uh, yes, I can get to the are. basket at the blink of an eye. So now that next step is being able to extend my range. And it's not like I have to shoot 40%. It's really just being 35, 30, like just being respectable from three. And I think that opens up the world for us. It definitely will because nobody can stay in front of you, you know, and, and with your speed and just being willing to knock that shot down. Like, oh, I know he's willing to take that and he can knock it down. It's going to change the game for you. It's going to open the floor for your teammates. And I look forward to, to seeing you do that. I'm rooting for you, brother, always. Ever need something for me? Got a question for me? I'm here, and I'm really rooting for y'all because Mike Brown is my guy. And I want to see Mike do well. Uh, I know you and Luke has built a great relationship. Luke was here with us, so... You got some good guys on your side, brother, and I I, I hope, you know, that it, it can turn for y'all. I think it will. This is a big year for you, and it's, I'm looking forward to seeing you take that next step. You should 100% be an all-star. If you're not an all-star, that shit is on you. That ain't on nobody else. With your talent, with your skill, if you're not an all-star this year, that ain't on nobody else but you because you are that damn good. Yeah, I appreciate it, and that's, that's respect, man. Uh, everybody, like... I'm like, yo, I love Dre because one, he going he gonna to spit the real, but like, it's always, it's always going to be respect at the end of the day. And Absolutely. we all know like, this is a brotherhood guy's going to get into it. 
but once we step off the court, you know, that, that shit is done. That shit Absolutely. is done and, and, and we are brothers. So I really appreciate that. Absolutely, bro. I'll see you soon, man. As you know, we play four times a year. I'm looking forward to seeing you, but I appreciate you coming on, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Doc. All right, peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. Better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.